Oh, we're not. What's that? It was about big bodies versus the small midfielders and the likes. But I would think it's fabulous that you got a mention there by uh, Michael Tuck, oh. one of the Schwelt players and great players of past years. Thank Tonight you. we are dealing with one of the biggest weeks in sport for a long, long time. State of origin is huge. The Socceroos World Cup qualifier is massive. The Lions Tour is colossal. And the French Open, well, it's on. It is. Plus... We play What's the Word. Our league man, Jason Taylor, is back. And its course is all brought to you by our very good friends at sportingbet.com.au. Origin, first up, well, this is the time of the year where we really just get excited about rugby league. Mm-hmm. Uh, the state of origin time, New South Wales versus Queensland, Wednesday night in Sydney. Who'll win and why, Rusty? Fingers crossed. They haven't <laughs> won it since Molly Rose was born, and that was a long time ago, and she's nearly eight years of age. So I am about to say... That How's Molly? She's nearly eight. And that was Helder when the Blues uh, won their first, uh, or won their last Origin Series. Let's have a look at the facts. It's such a good feel. There's no infighting. There's no eating their own from the press. New South Wales, I'm talking about, never happens in Queensland. The players are in form. You've got James Miney and Mitchell Pearce. I'm really looking forward to them. The pack, I'm loving for feeder, even though I hear he's got a bit of glandular fever or something like that. I just like the way the synergy's working, and I think... ANZ Stadium is going to suit New South Wales the... because of the Dewey environment and that hit em up style of Paul Gallon. Look, we talk about Laurie Daly, how he's diffused. He's got everyone in a harmonious uh, state. Mm-hmm. It's almost trance-like catatonic because that's his soothing influence. But at the end of the day, you look at that opposition side, all Australian, they're fantastic. Who do you think will win? I think uh, Queensland. As we said, it's a big week in sport. Another massive game tonight up in Japan. The Socceroos trying to keep their World Cup qualification alive. They've got three games. They've got to win two unless they go in the back door. Yeah, so, well, got to... well, I don't think they can beat Japan. Yeah, when you look at their lineup there, they've got Kagawa, you know, for Man Kagawa. Oh, Kagawa, Kagawa, whichever Honda, way you like. Honda, Okazaki, Endo. Endo, who's their inspiration? Okazaki is one of the greatest uh, strikers I think I've seen in the modern era. Well, I don't know. From about, a Japanese perspective. I don't perspective. know about that, but we've really got our work cut out there. And you've got to understand. We've also, done our homework, haven't we? we well, just... we have. But also, you understand in Japan, the J League, they start about five or ten Preciano, years. Preciano, Cruz. Holman, Holman, Tommy Orr, Timmy Cahill. We've got five guys who can score goals. We never had no, five goals. No, we haven't. we haven't got five goals. We've got five You're guys. delusional. Let me tell you, the midfield, we need the midfield to do, you know, Mackay and uh, guys like Jednak can do the job. Ojanovski. At, at the back, Ojanovski, and yeah. you've got, of course, Lucas Neal. And, of course... If we can flum a draw, I'd be happy going ah, through with Jordan and Iraq to Draw come. will be a victory, but I doubt very much whether that will be the circumstance. Capping off the trifecta of big events this week is the British and Irish Lions kicking off their highly anticipated tour with a match against the Western Force in Perth, albeit at the exact same time as Origin 1. Well, they're complaining about the uh, timing of the uh, the games that they're doing because they're saying they can't go out. Well, this game starts at 6 o'clock Perth time and it uh, is the same time as the Origin. That's got to be some sort of a muck-up from someone's oh, behalf. Scheduling. Anyway... Wasn't that, wasn't that difficult, was it? They thumped the Barbarians. They looked very impressive. They looked big against the Barbars. They looked massive. And, yes. Massive. And that's but, the scary thing with Australia's uh, team starting to fall off with a couple well, of injuries. Well, Hickenbotham out. Now you've got Hickenbotham out uh, yeah, at the front uh, row. Siliweki uh, Tamani's out Tamani's well. out. I still Ooh. think there's a question mark over Kirtley Beal. I know he's training with the team, but I'm loving what the Lions are bringing to the table. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the crowd... Get into what it. What about the, the Western Force coming out and having uh, a beer him. with my Irish mates? 
And my Welsh yeah. mates and my Scottish <laughs> yeah. mates. Very Don't have any English mates, but I've got You'll the have plenty of room over drip tray if you think they're your mates. But let me tell you, the other thing Love is... Love the Irish. But what about the Western Force saying they've got to come out and really soften up the... Uh, the uh, Irish and the Welsh. Oh, please. The please. Irish Lions? I don't think so. Uh, Melbourne coach Mark Neal has survived a club board meeting with many saying he was about to get the chop. But, Sam, I reckon most would agree you can't blame the coach entirely this time around. I know he's normally the first to get the chop. Yes. But plenty are saying that Melbourne had to make a decision. They didn't. Mm. But I think there's been some poor decisions made previously that Mark Neal's got... There's to... been a stack of poor decisions and made. Mark Neal can't be blamed look, for their that. List, you only have to have a look at their list. Their recruitment over the years has been abysmal. Uh, they haven't made a good decision in but the last decade. a lot of the guys that have left the club aren't playing that flash. I mean, Tom Scully hasn't been a star for GWS. No, but, but let me Maloney tell... hasn't set the world on fire in Brisbane. I reckon... I'll tell you what the Melbourne board have done. They've rationalised the fact that from an economic point of view there's nothing gained, no. bottom line, by getting rid of him now. He's certainly everyone's on notice. I doubt very much whether he'll be there at the end of the year. He's got the to end of the keep continuing. There's no coach he, in the game that could have turned that side around. So don't blame a first timer in Mark. Neal. No, there's a lot of a lot gone against him. There's no doubt about that. But by the same token, I think the disturbing thing is that the players that he has got, the graph hasn't trended in terms of the development. They the haven't skill, any of their the skill players. Factor set has is not pretty poor. I've got now to Channel Nine has managed to hold onto the right to broadcast cricket after parting with. $500 million to fend off Channel 10, who finished up with the Big Bash. It means Richie and Co stay on the uh, telly, which I think is a fantastic thing. I reckon they'll all have to cop a pay cut because Channel 9 are fast running out of cash, if you well, believe Well, this will set them on the brink of financial nearly... Not ruined, but... The, the cricket numbers last year weren't great. And if you were going to have cricket, last year was the worst year, and this yeah. year is the best year. You've got a couple of Ashes tours. Obviously, mm. that's a huge factor but from the, the cricketing perspective. And I wonder whether cricket themselves wanted to risk having... Other commentators, other than Richie, are, yeah. you know, I know there's plenty of good commentators out there, and there's plenty of guys. But that could Channel have done Nine the are like Channel Seventy Melbourne with footy; they are inextricably linked. They're like peaches yeah. and cream, bacon and eggs. So they've got a moral obligation to, to uh, stick with cricket. Plus, it's their lost leader. Plus, it, it, it is their flagship of their operation. The only thing is, and like last year, there was only three three day tests, and it cost mm. them a fortune. But the other, but the seven years, won't be the case. but for seven years they paid forty five million. Now they've had to double up their ante. And, of course, and rightly so. And their financial plight has been well documented. They're almost on the brink of financial ruin. So the hedge managers... Once the in Packers the... were out of the play, then yeah. it became a business decision. Anyway, okay. speaking of Channel 9, Eddie Maguire's King Kong comments about Adam Goods capped off what was an awful week for the AFL. Tearful apologies, excuses, calling it a slip of the tongue, I was tired, blah, blah, blah. I've been in breakfast radio and I love Eddie, but, you know... You're not only tired when you make mistakes, you've got to be tired all the time. And it seems like Eddie's only tired when he makes a mistake. I didn't accept the excuse. I thought it was just okay, poor. Well, and if it was someone else, they probably would have got the lemon and sass. You'll learn something. If it was me here. or you, well. You'll learn something. Listen, Eddie Maguire is a terrific, Absolutely. decent Australian. Yeah. Now, none of us condone what was said. It was a foolish statement. Eddie would agree with it. Did the AFL handle it correctly? They could be accused, and rightfully so, of double standards. Well, exactly. When you consider what happened to... Uh, uh, earlier in the year with the Adler, with uh, Jason Misfuck, and also with uh, the other bloke, uh, Matt, Matty Rendell. Sorry, thank you. Now the point I'm saying, racism in general. I've thought about this long and hard. You know, we've all been aggrieved in this country in some shape or form. 
But racism has got a nasty, toxic connotation. It's a bit like carbon tax. Oh, now I've got to be right. Carbon tax. If it had been called an anti-pollutant, we would have all paid a stipend for it. But let's take a deep breath. Our wonderful culture is underpinned by reverence. Sometimes we have to understand. I don't like the double standards. I go back to the old bloke that got five years for having a $5 bet. I'm not making an excuse for Eddie because Eddie... I'm not either. But he is a great guy and I'm glad he's still in the game. And Adam Good's an inspiration to all of us, not just the the, uh, Indigenous people. He inspires me and he's much loved, not for his colour. I named a greyhound, good Colour, cult or creed should not be the determining basis for determining one's position in society. That's what I'm saying. Swimming is in the uh, pool you know again what? after Swimming Australia mm. President Barclay Nettlefold was stood down and then resigned amid allegations of inappropriate behaviour towards female staff. He'd been in the job six months and yep. uh, was charged with bringing credibility back to swimming. This sport can't take a trick Well, apparently. you talk about uh, things that you can probably get away with. What uh, Mr Netterfold did was way off the well, grid. Well, was it? Well, the donkey line certainly didn't uh, Well, allegedly, well but it. if you listen to everyone's comments, it, it was sounds... probably taken out of context. Well, how do you they take say that he's out a great of context? Guy. Da- if he was a great guy, he wouldn't have said it in the first place. I'm a great guy. I've never said anything like, what? like that. Like, hey, call me donkey because I've got... No, you don't say that. Allegedly because of a uh, anatomical well, endowment. Who cares what it is? I mean, you know, a flip someone... and throwaway line like the look. Mate, think of another line. Uh, political another... correctness, and it's there not we political go. Political correctness. That's look. I understand gags. I make gags, and sometimes. Well, it might I have didn't... been said in a gag in a gag manner. Well, you know, obviously it wasn't. Take it deep. Well, do you think he would have? Well, his wife came to his defence and said he's a terrific guy. He's irreverent. He's always, you know, trying to crack I a joke. I understand that was a bad weekend for the Netherfolds. No, I don't think he actually went out the... there and. His brother's the boss of St Kilda, so they had a bad weekend already. Well, they did. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's the headlines. Next up, Jason Taylor is back in the hot seat as the former Blue gives us his thoughts on State of Origin. Don't forget, coming up, what's the word? We're going to give it to all things. We are indeed, and by the way... He's wearing the tie. Well, in case you've been living under a rock, State of Origin is tomorrow night. The Blues taking on the Maroons. Jason Taylor, we were talking a little bit off-air then about things and how different this year seems to like the past... Years. What have you noticed? Well, they seem a much more relaxed group, don't they? It's, it's, I think in the past they've probably started playing the game as soon as they got into camp in their heads. And, and that's an important thing when you come up to any big game. I spoke to James Maloney just yesterday and he said he hadn't really thought about the game itself yet, yeah. uh, which is a good thing because you start thinking about the game and, and exactly what you want to do days prior, you burn a lot of energy a lot of nervous energy, so I think it's a really good thing. What about the notion you hear people talking about, everyone's got an opinion about origin, but the fact that, you know, they've been the seven victories or six times they've been, you know, the, you know, the state of origin victors, they're getting old, they're getting complacent. Do you buy into that or I do you I think... Don't, I don't think there'll be complacency there, but I do think that Queensland are right for the picking right now. They are getting a bit older. I think that the New South Wales forward pack will control Queensland. Uh, and then and then it will come back to Maloney and Pierce and and Jared Hayne. I think Jared Hayne's selection at fullback is an important one. Uh, we know how well he can play, Jared, but we we've also seen him in games. Are they the right halves, Maloney and Pierce. Well, you, right you coach them, obviously. Well, I work closely with them, um, and I think that they can do the job. But the pressure is on, as I say. I think that the forwards will will hold their own in this game. And and last year, New South Wales just weren't able to find the points. I know it was close, but they just weren't able to find the points when when the, 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 the crunch, crunch time mm. came and they need to find them, those guys need to 
produce some points. Okay, so if you were Mal, would you be saying run the big boppers at Maloney and, and Pierce, or do you, you, you oh, run Inglis at them? Is there they'll a weakness that. that? I mean, you're probably not going to tell anyone, but uh, is there a weakness that you'd be exposing? Nah, well, uh, they, they'll do that anyway. They, that will be part of the plan. The thing about Queensland is they have a game that they have not changed for a long time, and why would they? But the these guys, guys are come into form. camp. They're not as in a good form this <laughs> no, time around. But even more. Uh, reason not to change what they right. do. They will stick to their structures. Queensland, they, they come in, they're like a club team. Because they've mm. played so often together, because those guys come together when they play for Australia, a number of them play for the Storm. Yeah. Uh, Thurston just slots in there um, with, with Cronk and Smith and, and, and the Slater. They know their game and Queensland will not change their game. They'll, they'll target the halves when they get the chance, but they won't change their what game. About the, what about, OK, Thurston allegedly has got a virus. You've got Darius Boyd with an ankle injury, supposedly. Yeah. Then you've got the issue of Tao. Yeah, would agree. that be destabilising and thinking so Absolutely. Strong? This this game is at ANZ Stadium. It's game one, which is really important. If you want to win the series, you've got to win game one. This is a massive, massive chance for New South Wales. They have to win this game. If they put points on the board um, first up, I reckon they could it's really... A low score you know, Thurston's place. also got a baby pending, and, and yeah. don't tell me that's not in the back of his mind. It's um, There are a lot of distractions for Queensland. New South Wales have been relaxed. But in the next 24 hours, they need to get really pumped up and they need to win this game. And, and on that, you've seen the way almost the press have given Laurie a free kick for the first week and a half, which is very unlike the New South Wales press. Queensland press, we know the standard. Dowling or someone will come out, Chris Close, will, and, and cause a bit of a ruckus just to stir things up. But New South Wales catch and kill our own. Yeah, look, it's, 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 been, it's been a pleasure to read the stories and just, you know cruise through the week. It's, it's, the game's almost upon us and we haven't really noticed that. I no don't know one's been called for someone to be chopped or uh, sacked or whatever. Yeah, but look, at, at the end of tomorrow night, there'll be a score line and if it reads positive to New South Wales, then everything Laurie's well, done has been great. If it doesn't, then the knives will come what about out. Gallon, well, you know, Gallon, sorry, I was about to jump in. You know Laurie. Has he got... The, the, is he the sort of guy that can deal with the pressure? Well, I don't holds? know Laurie enough as a coach. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's one thing to know a person, but you don't know them until you've been uh, coached by them or witnessed their, well, their coaching Well, I'll tell you what, he handles himself and, and extremely well in, uh, in news conferences. He's articulate. He's very well balanced. He's measured. I was with him last week where he was interviewed, you know, in a public uh, domain. He was outstanding. He said the right things. He wasn't structured. He wasn't scripted. Mm. He was just Laurie Daly. We'll, we'll see what Laurie's done over the last 10 days when the team plays tomorrow night. That's mm. that's when we'll see what, what they've been up to mm. behind the scenes. What about Gallon? Gallon hasn't played for a month, you know. I know he's at heart and soul as an inspiration. I spoke to him at length. He's just fantastic. He's... he's but still, not playing for a month at that level. He's a machine, Gallon. He's a machine, and he's so experienced. Uh, I see that as New South Wales only slight negative in their preparation. But as we talked about, Queensland have got a number of distractions. A number of them. Yeah. Uh, we must win this game because the opportunity is here right now. And what about this young kid, Andrew Fafita? Is he? You know, we have to bring. And I say we because I've got the the New South Wales uh, big unit. <laughs> uh, jumper on. Is he the sort of guy that take the the state forward? Look, I thought he's performance for the Sharks after he knew yeah, he was in, in the in the team last good, week no. was really impressive because he could have gone the other way and they would have still said, oh, well, we've got to go with this guy. But he really stepped up to it. I thought, I've thought that he's played well the whole season. Um, we'll see. Again, we'll see. He's untried at origin level, but we'll know by the end of the game. OK, prediction time. By? New South Wales by eight. To me. To you. Queensland by? Uh, look, I'd like, I'd like to see... New South Wales been win, but I look at those names in the Queensland side. You know, it's almost a kangaroo tour. So it how is. much?
Queensland by uh, 26. Four. Thanks, JT. Next up, our favourite segment is back. What's the word tonight on the menu? We're going to talk about Israel Folau and Bill Bulver. Tigers' shocking round of the weekend. That's all coming up after the break. All of that. And more. Okie doke, JT is gone. What's the word is back. It's blankety blanks PTI style. You know what goes on. Let's stick, kick it off with ARU Chief Bill Pulver describing Kirtley Bill on the weekend as a national treasure. So this statement is what, Sam? Well, Kirch? I'll tell you what, the best I could come up with was it's tokenistic. If uh, Kirtley Bill is a national treasure, heaven help. Uh Heaven help Heaven Australia. Help he's got a long way well, to go before word, he's classified as a national treasure. The word I'm looking for was bollocks, but given that Bill said it, I'm calling it yeah, billocks okay. because it has no comprehension whatsoever. And maybe Bill's just getting a little bit excited because Kirtley's back training with the Wallabies. But to call maybe Kirtley... Bill, I think Bill's trying to square the legend, well, trying to balance the books. Bill... You've got to understand, Bill, he, he still owes us a few. Uh, Kirtley's had a couple uh, of get-out-of-jail-free cards, not being uh, correct there, but literally. And he still owes us a couple, and Kirtley National has treasure, had mate. a couple of chances and needs to pay it back in spades. So we'll wait and see if that happens. Tiger Woods shooting a 79, including a nine-hole 44 at the Memorial on the weekend. Was what, Sam Kegovic? In my uh, humble opinion, uncharacteristic. Which, no doubt it was. It's the highest score he'd ever shot. And makes you wonder whether uh, something's not all uh, all that well with... Uh, he looked We'd very much uh, dishevelled. He looked as though he had a lot on his mind. No, he's and won he... it four times. He backed it up with a 38 and the same uh, nine on the Sunday, but managed to shoot under par on the other so side. So he's abnormal. Abnormal because, you know what, normal well. for him is under par. It would be normal for me to shoot 44 on nine holes and most people. But you sure you got that in the right context? Yeah, abnormal? it's abnormal for Tiger to shoot a 44. OK, if ah, you think that's see, correct, yeah. He normally shoots I suggest 34. you need a refresher course back in English. But anyhow, uh, move on. If reports are true about Israel Folau, he is going to rejoin the NRL by signing with Canterbury for next season, apparently playing for three years. Now, if he gets to play three codes, AFL, Rugby Union and Rugby League in three years, it's what? Uh, freakish. I've just put in freak, but uh, he's an extremely talented athlete. If you've got the capacity to play three different codes at the highest level, yep. that is just absolutely outstanding, Israel. Well done. I agree. It's outrageous in the good regard because there's there's not another athlete <laughs> in the world that could do that. What? Outrageous in the good regard. Now, we all understand <laughs> that, all right? So what I'm saying so is... What? You're picking on me. Why no, are you I'm pick, not picking, picking on me? Because you went to, what, year 11 and I went to year 9? No, I didn't get to year 11. I failed year 11. In fact, I had to. My old man was taking me to school. It was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, we were both in the same grade. Move uh, on. Oh, boom, boom. See, try the veal, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Sam Kegovic let's go, let's go. at the Paran RSL this Tuesday night. Uh, there was more goal review controversy on the weekend in the AFL, so the whole goal review system is what? Well, there's a lot of things it is. It's unconvincing, it's stupid, it's everything else. When a uh, boundary umpire can overrule a goal umpire who uh, clearly said a state it was a goal... But the boundary umpire overruled him by saying, I heard something with my otic. He was and right. all of a sudden the goal, the central umpire oh, mate, he could have conferred seen it, with it. the uh, state-of-the-art uh, system. One, the worst one was the, uh, the third umpire was brought in for a mark that was taken uh, in the game against between Essendon. So what have you got there, Russell? Why IP? W. That, mate, Rest that's in a, peace. Such a 
W, not a Y. Oh, work so, in progress. Uh, uh, Apparently, in progress. The, the, the right way oh, for us young dudes to do it is whip. And I've done the laugh out loud, which I used to think yeah. was lots of love until a couple of guys sent it to me. Yeah, lots of love. Who else thought it was lots of love? No. Uh... Just me. Okay. Jesus. Moving on. Uh, what's the word is done. Next up, happy time. The big finish. The Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. And we'll tell you who's in the NBA Finals, if you don't already know, because that's live on ESPN. The worldwide leader in sports, particularly in the NBA. This segment's definitely a winner. Rafael Nadal celebrates his 27th birthday this week. And, of course, he'll be hoping to celebrate it with yet another French Open title. Do you think that'll be the case? Well, I think Djokovic has got a bit to play for because he's... Well, apparently his uh, ex-coach passed away at the weekend. He's very motivated. That is incentive. But I, like you, uh, would think it's a great way to celebrate 27. Seems like he's been around forever. He has indeed. Happy 20th anniversary to the great Shane Warne. This week, back in 1993, he bowled the ball of the century to miss to dismiss Mike Gatting. Changed the world of spin bowling forever. Remember, it's his first... Gatting had a look and said, what happened there? Have you seen anyone so stunned on a cricket pitch in your life? And don't forget, yeah. catch the magnificent episodes of Words with Warney on ESPN. ESPNCrickInfo.com. Riveting. Riveting. Happy Tales to John Singleton's champion horse, More Joyous. <laughs> it's been retired after all the recent dramas and now he's set for a date with champion English horse, Frankel. How much do you reckon those babies are going to cost? Well, they'll go for a lot, but he won't sell them, so he'll race them and sort of breed on from there and there. He will. Uh, now for the big finish, there's no Aussies left at the French Open. Surprise, surprise, surprise. surprise. Sam Stokes have beaten. Uh, well, that just about does. There's a few doubles going on, but no one cares. The NBA Finals have been decided with the San Antonio Spurs to take on the Miami Heat. Catch it all, of course, on ESPN from Friday. Who wins? I'm going for the Spurs. I just reckon the Heat had to go seven games to get rid of the Pacers. So right. maybe, maybe they, they might, might get them. off a bit, I think there's, Look, it's the world against the Miami Heat. Everybody loves the world. Uh, Bradley Wiggins is out of the Tour de France due to an injury. Does that mean that Cadell's got a sneaky chance? Certainly odds chance? dramatically short, and there's no doubt about that. Now for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week, I like Adelaide to beat the Swans at home on Saturday. I know you think I'm a bit... Uh, off your rocker. Off my rocker. Oh, I'll have a look at this article in a second, <laughs> please. For me, uh, the Bombers had a heap of injuries on the weekend. They'll bounce back and beat Carlton on Friday night. I don't think so. And our great mates at Sporting Bets think New South Wales can win the Origin. If you want to have a look at the uh, odds on Origin 1, go to sportingbet.com.au. There wouldn't be much in it, would there? Notice we didn't, do that, we didn't do that live during the game. We no. just did that before the start of the game. Uh, that is it. Don't forget to follow Sam on Twitter. We are going for a record number of followers for a bloke that doesn't tweet. At Kekka Unplugged. It is in the heavy tweets have I got there. There's about Zero. 400 following you. I'm Russell Barwick. And of course, I'm always, as you know, the balance and restraint, Sam Kekovich. You know, it makes sense. But what about this? You've put on a bit of weight lately. I think that's a bit harsh, really. They I did that in the down a bit. I am on a diet and I have lost seafood. Seafood diet. Oh, what's the seafood diet? Your seafood and you eat it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I've been to one of